Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Political Bark. In this week's episode, I speak with young Hungarians in the streets of Budapest and I ask them about Hungary in 2020. What do they think about the government? What do they think about their prime minister? But most importantly, what do they think about the constant media focus on Hungary, especially some from Western Europe, in a negative way? And how does that affect them on a daily basis? Um, I speak with a girl who says that it does affect her and that she feels like she often has to explain again and again that maybe some policies in her country and some politicians have, let's say, xenophobic perspectives on things. That does not mean that she also does just because she's Hungarian. So as you can imagine, this episode is dear to me. Because I ask uh, young people in Budapest, obviously also not representing the entire country, but I ask uh, an important group in Budapest about their own perspectives instead of always hearing, in the, hearing them from the outside media, especially so coming from press in the US or from also from the organizations such as the European Parliament. Uh, I ask them two questions. European Parliament said that the e, the Hungarian Corona legislation is against European values. What do they think about that? I mean, the the Corona legislation in Hungary has been rolled back most of it. And I asked them what they think about the statement that the U.S. Freedom House says that Hungary is somewhere between a dictatorship and a democracy. So tune in for this week's episode. So we are here again in Budapest with uh, Benita. She is a Hungarian uh, citizen from Budapest, working currently for KLM, uh, the Dutch air- airline company with accounting. So um, Benita, um, what does it feel to be a Hungarian in 2020, a young Hungarian uh, living in Hungary? Uh, I mean, obviously there are special circumstances at the moment due yeah. to the corona situation but um, in general um, in the political sense I think the younger generation feels a little bit let, left out of the political discussion mm-hmm. uh, we are not the target demographic since uh, we are way, way um, smaller in numbers than the older generations Because in Hungary, there's uh, quite of an uh, elderly population yes. compared to the, the, the young ones. So uh, actually, the population is decreasing. Yes. Um, I, I mean, the recent years. I, so, um, so For the past decades. For uh, the past it, decades, yeah. It's been decreasing, yeah. So the politics of uh, the, the Fidesz government is more directed to the older Maybe your parents, Absolutely. maybe your grandparents. Absolutely, yes. And the, do you think that the policies and the politics made by the party are also just targeted at them, not for the for the young people? Um, to be honest, it's hard to find a single party that is targeting us. There's there's one. It's uh, fairly recent. They don't even have um, seats in our own parliament, only in the EU parliament since. Mm-hmm. Um, The election of, for the EU uh, Parliament is more recent than our own. Um, but uh, other than them, um, our poor problems and our um, goals are not really represented mm-hmm. in the campaigns. So, because from the outside uh, in Europe, often when you think about Hungarian politics in 2020, you think about sort of anti-migrant, yes. uh, more nationalistic politics, um, I mean, not so pro uh, from immigration, nor immigration also, Hungary for Hungarians in some way. Um, do you think that that's true? Um, there, my perspective is uh, a little bit distorted because um, uh, this uh, anti-migrant nationalist policy is uh, way more represented uh, in smaller uh, cities, towns and villages. Budapest is way more left-leaning in this sense Mm. and especially the younger educated people. So um, the last election was uh, a little bit uh, slap in the face in the sense that 
we were living in this bubble where all my friends around me, mostly from the university, I was at the university at the time. Which university was it? Uh, Budapest University of Technology and ah, Economics. Okay. So it was, um, we were living in a dormitory constantly talking about the elections and um, everyone seemed to agree that um, we do not support this um, anti-migrant uh, nationalist policy mm -hmm. and then it turned out that the majority of the country still does yeah it was just a bubble that we created yeah so it's i mean it it, it, it tends to be the same thing in most uh, capitals of europe at least that that uh, the periphery they vote differently than the the capitals yes. Uh, maybe maybe it was surprising also that because you are not surrounded by people who perhaps are extreme in their in their uh, uh, admi admiration of these policies. But um, are there other parts of let's say the Fidesz uh, party politics that you would agree with? For example, they made the laws for uh, uh, for 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 young families. If they had more kids, they would have more more. They made the law that. Uh, if you have more than three kids, you will have money uh, from the government so that to, to, uh, in order to enable the, the population to grow in Hungary. Is that like, would that be interesting, for example, for you? Uh, first of all, uh, this is a talking point uh, that is very common if, if I talk to someone who supports the government. This is one of the first things uh, they mentioned. That's a good thing they did. But... Um, as far as I can see, this is more helpful for the families who are already a little more wealthy. So if, oh, yeah. if you don't have that much money, it won't be that much of a help to you. And it does not help single parents. It does not help people mm. without children. I don't want to have children. I don't want to have a, mm. a huge family. It's, more, it's a traditional type of um, uh, proposed policy because it's for the nucleus family, the traditional family of a mom and dad and the kids. Yeah, it, one of the first things uh, this government did back in 2012, I think, was uh, rewrite the constitution and they made it into a point to um, write into the constitution that a family can only consist of a man and a woman, which mm -hmm. is also something I very, very much do not agree with. Mm -hmm. So, yes, everything is um, aimed uh, at this uh, traditional... Um, uh, traditional uh, values. values yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not sure if uh, it made it into the international news, but recently they also banned um, um, gender uh, changing yeah. for transgender people. They mm -hmm. cannot have uh, an ID that says they are a woman if they were born as. Okay, uh, so they cannot change it on the paper. But they are. Are they free to be? Are you free to do an operation, like gender operation? You're, you're, I don't know if they, they make the operations uh, here, but if you did it, would it be... They, they used to do it, but um, due to the corona, this was Ah, they, they stopped. stopped. Okay. So, uh, uh, and do you know anything about living as a gay or bisexual person or trans? Is it, uh, how is it viewed? At least I know in Budapest it's viewed more, more better, but I mean in the countryside it will be different. Yes. Like everything. <laughs> um, I have, I know many people who grew up um, in smaller towns, and um, usually they only came out after they came to Budapest because they were yeah like, a little scared to do Stig that. Stigmatization in the in the countryside. Yeah, it's it's better in Budapest, and there is a very vibrant and big um, LGBTQ community here. Mm -hmm. But also every single year when we have the, the Pride Parade, there is also a very, very big group of people protesting it. And Against it. It's always a mess. Mm -hmm. So it seems that there's a, a big contrast between, even bigger than most Western European countries, I don't know about the rest of uh, like Central Eastern Europe, but between the capitals and the countryside, and in the countryside, which is actually the majority of the votes, isn't it? Um, they are voting for Fidesz and for Orban. Yes, yes. So he's been in power for uh, 10, 11 years. I think he has been for several, <laughs> several uh, rounds I, I, I now. Think, I think um, their first uh, government was formed in 2010. So 10 years, yes. And do you think the way that the, the international community is handling the situation? Because maybe uh, people in Budapest are not happy with the... Uh, 
the political uh, changes or the political status quo but the way that it's been handled has been quite aggressive from a lot of countries abroad like let's say new york times they will write hungary is a dictatorship the the washington institute for peace they said hungary is between um, a democracy and a dictatorship what do you think about the way it's being handled like what's the best way to talk to um, hungary right now in order to find to help to help to find a better uh, a better route um, i think a big mistake um we made as uh, left-leaning Hungarians was for many many years we hoped that the uh, governments of other countries the EU especially would somehow help us and um, mm. um, interesting we, we were always hopeful when they made uh, outrageous uh, decisions and laws that the EU at least would say that this is not okay and usually But there was some kind of commentary from the EU or some politicians in the EU but obviously it, and it, it was a realization we had to make other countries can't change our country we have to do that ourselves mm, so, from the inside but also the fact that uh, european union is a union that cannot uh, brussels cannot control your social uh, policies yes. so it can i mean human rights breaches they can try to to yes. do something but it's very hard from brussels to to dictate yes and it's also a very slow process so just uh, a few months ago there was this very very uh, long case of um, detained migrants at the borders and um, it was um, 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 sorry i'm looking for the word so they had to um, bring this case to the strasbourg uh, the court uh, human rights court yes and uh, they eventually said that hungary has no right to detain people for years mm-hmm. at the borders uh, because they were detained there uh, not able to leave mm-hmm. um, anyway whatsoever and there were children there who mm-hmm. were detained for more than a year mm. which was outrageous mm. and but it took so long for even this very I, for me transparent and easy case to go through and this is a very small case to be prioritized enough yeah. but i think uh, from my experience living in norway that we also have cases for example uh, child uh, abduction cases or other types of cases involving uh, uh, sensitive uh, like kids and mi- minors that also took a very long time to yes. be processed so i don't know if it is maybe it's the system in in, in strasbourg that that is very slow but uh, yeah no it's that that's a problem also so it's it's interesting to see that there's a dynamic going on between hungary deciding for itself and then the eu also trying to impose some way of 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 how you should live what's interesting is that if if hungary was not part of the uh, eu do you think that people in uh, budapest would have liberal values more liberal values if if hungary stayed out of the european union do you think that you maybe would be more looking towards okay this is what the government says i will listen to the government or do you think you would still be open let's say to the rest of uh, what uh, liberal countries are saying that's a very interesting question and um, not being in the eu would oh my god <laughs> this is she's the mascot for the t- for the podcast <laughs> So I think uh, not being in the EU would change so many things, especially since um, many legislations are um, at least affected by the fact that uh, Hungary tries to maintain a, a good relationship with um, Eastern countries like Russia and China. And I think these countries wouldn't be interested in Hungary whatsoever if uh, Hungary wasn't part of the EU. Really? We are. It feels to me, this is my personal opinion, of course, but to me it feels like the only reason these huge countries would care about um, such a small country mm. is that um, they're part of the bigger we, we, are, we are the gate for them to, to the EU interesting that's so, an interesting perspective I never thought of it before I know that um, Turkey and Erdogan is the one who's um, is the one who's dealing with uh, Orban the most when he's dealing with the EU so Orban often Prime Minister Orban is often representing the EU in conversation with Erdogan because they are the ones that managed to speak together and also uh, the Polish government um, sort of they have they seem to have this um, 
unwritten rule that uh, Poland and Hungary will always back each other. Mm-hmm. And um, you can see that when uh, the EU tries to enforce something uh, for for Poland, for example, Hungary will always uh, say no to it, and it goes vice versa. So it's called uh, liaison. But uh, for you, your parents are they from Budapest? No, they. Uh, we grew up at the. Um, your sisters, right? No, no. Huh? I thought <laughs> you have the same same uh, same eyes like all Hungarians have the same brown brown eyes. But uh, you do too. Yes. <laughs> we grew up at the Slovenian border. She's half Slovenian actually. Oh, okay. So we, we are from a, from a small town of 10,000 people. Okay. And uh, what would your parents think about the liberal uh, issues? My parents would they are care? Very, very liberal. Okay. But many of my values I learned I, from them. Okay, so you learned it from them. That's interesting. But they are the outliers. Yeah, because that's that's um, that's interesting because usually when I speak with uh, friends that have parents living in the countryside, they will say my parents love. Uh, Orban and they love Fidesz and they don't have an issue with anything and they are they are scared of let's say migrants. Yes. So yes. it's very funny that I I talk to you that your parents are but you are you're an outlier also your family then in yes, some way. Yes. Yes. Most of my friends uh, is like like you mentioned they their parents are um, uh, supporting the current government. Hmm. So my parents uh, so are the exception to the rule. This somewhat the older generation has more in common with the policies of the Fidesz current government than with the newer, maybe Western uh, European like uh, policies. I think there are many factors um, in this. Um, our parents grew up in in a socialist country, mm-hmm. uh, which I think um, distorts their view of the world uh, somewhat. Um, because they still uh, hold on to this very uh, bipolar view where it's either this or that and there is no in between. It's oh, really? You're, you're, mm. Either liberal like. or you're conservative and you cannot... Yeah. Uh, ju- it, do you think that's what uh, the country is struggling with? Between uh, between two two shores and you have to, to, to be either or? And like some countries like France, it can be conservative and it can be liberal. Um, nowadays it seems like you're not supposed to have your own values and based on that you choose the party that is um, that has the most in common okay it, it more seems like you choose a party first and then you support their values so mm-hmm. it was the other way around that's not the way it's supposed to so for example my values are not represented in any party completely mm-hmm. there are some parties that have uh, some sort of um, a similar uh, idea than I do, so I I don't feel like um, close to any any party. Wow. But um, but many people, and I think most people in Hungary, um, support uh, a party wholeheartedly, and especially okay. with Fidesz. Yeah. Mm, mm. So I I I haven't spoken with anyone who has been uh, ultra uh, fan of Fidesz yet I, I, I wish it would be really interesting I haven't but I, I ask randomly so you know I haven't fallen on anyone anyone yet but um, for you uh, as a Hungarian do you feel like you ever have to explain yourself when you meet foreigners as to if someone asks what happened to Hungary because living outside Hungary you always hear Hungary is not no longer a democratic country Yes. And you know, so do you ever feel like you have to say no, no, it's 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 not that bad, or you know, I mean, it's uh, on the outside, it it's it looks fine. Um, no, never happened before, and I think um, generally people are not that interested in the politics of a small country like Hungary. So, um, but you know, the the interesting thing is that even if people are not interested in Hungary itself, Hungary and the politics of Hungary be- becomes a battlefield for other countries politics yes, yes. so they will say four countries don't support Fidesz three countries support it okay we are against you know it, it becomes like uh, a way to do politics in yes. a proxy way yeah yeah uh, which true. is why it's important for other countries what do you what what does the local press in France and New York and Washington write about Hungary you know it's it's 
Uh, what about the um, Prime Minister Orban and uh, and uh, George Soros? Uh, what about the, the disputes? <laughs> between these two characters. At this point, I feel sorry for that man, and I'm sure his his hands are not completely clean. For Soros? Yes, but <laughs> they wreck him through the mud, and and also now I, I can see that he he shows up more and more in in the U.S. politics. He's too. everywhere. <laughs> he's, he's responsible for everything that is wrong with this uh, planet, basically, and it's. Um, It's really interesting. But it's interesting that Shoros abroad, he's seen as like... He's a, he's a philanthropist. The, yeah, yeah, he is, he is, but I mean, he's seen as the, 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 poor, um, the poor guy that was uh, attacked by the government. Do you think so? No, he is, he is seen like that. Oh, because I didn't they, know that. Because, they don't, because I, personally, I haven't studied him that much, but he's very successful he's a businessman he's he came from hungary he left hungary a long time ago and settled in the u.s and is actually trying to campaign from the u.s into hungarian politics also he spent so much money on on uh, supporting uh, hungary and that's why he was scapegoated i guess because he gave all this money to NGOs and universities. He actually financed uh, our prime minister's studies back in the day, oh. which is often broken. Because up. they were friends, I think, at some point. <laughs> he, he had this uh, scholarship program for um, for the young. Um, Um, so he's, he's a very successful people. I think he was a refugee he's not 56 refugee yes, yeah. Jewish refugee and he he was sort of like the perfect example of a success story yes. leaving Hungary and then he gave he gave back so he gave back. Yes, but, but what is the image of him today? in Hungary? Uh. he's still the devil in the eyes of the majority obviously you will I, I'm not sure if we have a current campaign against him but No, not now. Once a year, you will see his face everywhere saying all this stuff about him, how he tries to destroy Hungary. And um, it doesn't seem like it, but NGOs in general are... But don't are, you think he has some... Uh, I mean, of course he has political interests, because if not, he would not be that engaged and he would not be that everywhere. Like, he's famous. He became famous and... And there's a reason. <laughs> there's Obviously, a reason he, has, he has an agenda. He's he's a, a left-leaning, uh, wealthy person who supports causes that um, he believes in, which are usually um, on the liberal side. Hmm. So, in that sense, yes, he tries to have some control. Political. Yes, hmm. but not in the way that there were basically. I, I'm not. Even, I can't even remember it if it was just implied or flat out said that uh, he financed migrants to come here he gave money to migrants to come here which is well i'm i'm sure he supported an organization that helped migrants and then it can be said yes, in that in that way that he was financing them against the government's uh, will yes but even uh, the whole migrant question is so funny because I, I don't think there's a single migrant person who wants to come to Hungary. And uh, it is true that many people try to come through Hungary to the EU. But, mm. but they, I mean, it's still the EU here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but basically they stopped them here. They didn't uh, let, Allow them let, to let them pass. leave. Yeah, so it became an issue because there were so many at that point. And oh, still, yes. still the... Um, they try to make it out like they they are coming here so the uh, the government uh, um, uh, politicize the, the yeah, issue yeah, and they, they make it out like they but want to live here nobody wants to live here mm. uh, not, not nobody but most of the migrants want to live to more more wealthier um, countries if uh, let's say if Hungary continues to become a uh, more conservative in the lines of uh, Hungary for Hungarians. Uh, we want to have a conservative uh, Christian values. We don't want to open up to so many countries. Do you think you, you want to stay in Hungary? Do you think you can be happy? I'm asking like hypothetically, could you be happy here uh, without the, the, um, like the, the, the big uh, Western European influence? 
I don't know a single person in my generation who didn't at least consider the possibility of, of leaving. Moving, of moving But isn't that for money? Isn't that for the economic? Uh, because I, if I was if I was living in a country and I can earn three times more in the neighbor country, neighboring country, I would also move. Yes, but um, it was especially um, uh, part of the discussion after the election. So people were very disappointed after that. And um, many people, obviously there is a financial motivation, but for many people it was layered and it was also political. Okay. But isn't it, uh, I mean, the way I know my own Hungarian family, they love Hungary and they love the Hungarian lifestyle and they love the Hungarian things and they are very, they love their country. So even if, even if you were to move, it would still be, uh, you would still miss something from your, your own, own culture because being Hungarian is quite, uh, sometimes quite different than being, let's yes. say, Austrian. Yes. It's a heavy, heavy culture, actually, social yeah, yeah. and different uh, I think I think that's what's hard in the EU because when dealing with countries that cannot change very rapidly to become more let's say uh, more like uh, British or more like I don't know northern European it's hard to to, to, to force them also to change she, she could uh, tell more about that than me because she's living in a in a different uh, Western European country for she's been there for 10 months in now, the Netherlands so she, she she actually experiences these hardships with the cultures that I don't really like what yeah like for example um, like Hungarians eat uh, warm meals at lunch yeah. and this is like a big cultural difference in the Netherlands and every everything's I'm the weirdo yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I'm not eating a sandwich <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. for right. lunch yeah for yeah. that's that's for one example which I'm experiencing on a daily basis mm -hmm. but also I think like Hungarians are more open to uh, as I feel it and my friends how how they act like on foreigners we are more welcoming to foreigners yes mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. dutch dutch are very very nice people and very friendly but they don't let you that close like a hungarian would if you are yeah, acting friendly for a long I, time yes exactly that's that's my impression also that hungarians uh, can be a bit uh, uh, they're analyzing you in the beginning and then if you're nice they will take you in like family yeah And I think that's the difference also, that you won't find in, in um, okay, generalizing, but many Northern European countries, you will not, you will not find it so much. So, but uh, any other examples from, from living abroad? Uh, these are the main, main ones. These, these two are the main ones. Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, I, I, like for me, first of all, it was the financial reason to leaving this country and also adventure, of course. Yeah. But from that perspective, it's much better to live yeah. there because I can afford some things like, you know, here, if I would want to uh, uh, buy a flat in Budapest, mm. I could never do that. Only if I sign like a 40-year-old loan and I don't want to do that. <laughs> so what is the average salary for, what's your, what's your profession? Uh, I'm a management consultant with Accenture. Oh, nice. My brother works for Accenture in Norway. And I, I have a very good Hungarian friend. She's also working for Accenture in Norway. Yeah. She moved from Budapest to Norway <laughs> to work for Accenture. Uh, so can I ask, what is the typical salary for a, a, a well, uh, like a high up job? With a, you obviously studied in, in the Netherlands. No, uh, in Hungary. In Hungary, maybe you know um, it better. The average uh, salary is probably around uh, 700 euros for all the uh, monthly. Uh, and then uh, I think in our profession, like in, in finance, it's more like a thousand, thousand five hundred probably, depending on how experienced you are. Net, right? This is the net salary, yes, for a month. But one thousand for fi financial. Uh, yes, like if if you're starting out, it's less than that. It's probably around eight or nine hundred. Hmm. And, the, uh, and, the and if, if you live on the on the countryside, working um, like um, how do you say this? Like a job that is not um, does not require a degree. It's um, you, you do it manual. Again. Yeah, mm. for, for for manual labor, it's even less. Worse. Yeah, mm. it's probably around like five um, hundred euros too. But still, uh, I mean, the in Budapest, the rental and the buying prices are very high. 
especially for, with this type of salary but uh, the other costs are they okay compared to the standard of living are they in, is there like an inflation probably like somewhat cheaper than western europe of course it's 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 but, yeah um, especially because there's no uh, euro yes yes but altogether you have to plan ahead there was this um, uh, research done last year that if you want to buy a flat in budapest right now with the average salary for the average flat you would have to work over 10 years and this is considering your whole salary this is not a mortgage payment you would need more than 10 years of your whole salary to to buy a flat yeah so that is so when do you when do you have the time to create a family yeah. and and where do you live it's yeah and, and in hungary it is in our culture to own homes so mm. in, in many countries it's very common to rent hmm. but in Hungary you grow up knowing that the first thing you will have to do if you want to start your life is uh, do the uni and start working and buy a house and buy a car this is the, the general idea this is what all of our parents did hmm. Hmm. and um, our generation is the first one who has very little rational chance to do that at least this quick so it's it's in decades uh, at at best. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's something that I don't know. In I don't know how much the government is taking it into consideration. But again, because they're not prioritizing the youth. Yeah. Because the votes are not coming from you. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. They 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 do this um, the uh, the program you mentioned uh, at the beginning, mm. where they support uh, families with children. Mm. This is aimed at um, uh, house uh, buying. But uh, first of all, it's still a loan, mostly a loan, not, not a handout. And second of all, I can see so many weddings, rushed now? weddings. Yeah, yes, I, 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 I know today. people who wouldn't have necessarily gotten married yet, but to be able to buy a house, they wanted to do it quickly so they would have this additional loan. Uh, but it's a I'm loan. Not, yeah, and I'm not you sure how much, yeah, and I'm not sure how much these things will these marriages will hold up in the long run since they were rushed so but but ah oh, that's interesting another factor but is it the loan that you get from the state and you have to pay it back they, they have or is it better conditions than normal loans mm -hmm. and if you have uh, at least three children then some part of it is uh, not required to pay back i'm not quite sure i'm not interested in it so i'm not that well versed in it but um, you basically take this loan out before having a single children, a single child. Oh, okay. So it might happen that you say that I'm gonna have three children and I wanna take this amount because the amount you can take depends on the children. But if you don't have the kids, you have to pay it back. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. And you you, mm. you you will still have to pay back some of it. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, uh, my perspective uh, being half Hungarian and living in a different country uh, not even in Europe because Norway is not part of the European Union but it's interesting to see my only problem with the whole uh, Fidesz uh, thing going on is that uh, is that the way it's handled by other countries I don't think it's the smartest way because uh, it's been a, a very very hard hardcore way of um, of you know you can you cannot as a European and a NATO ally say you're a dictatorship because it will reflect bad not only on on the government but it will reflect on the people of Hungary and that's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned that question and um, I'm not sure about um, how uh, much good these uh, articles do because on one part many of us feel. Um, encouraged by the fact that many other countries see these policies for what they are and how dangerous they are but on the other hand they are just sometimes another weapon for the government to show that um, all these western countries they are hate evil us. Yeah. and they want yeah. to be worse for and us. I think the, the using the sort of term terminology of saying the foreigners they want us bad things because Hungary has been occupied so many times so it's a very useful card here yes to say the EU is trying to occupy us like the Russians like the Ottomans it's, it's actually only gaining for yes, them sometimes yes. you're, you're uh, very, very right with this historical aspect 
uh, Hungary has been on its own since it's um, since uh, it was uh, founded mm. over a thousand years mm. ago. And which is which is what makes people, I think, very uh, sensitive about Hungary. Also, that they don't want anyone to to say something. They and I also theorized about um, this historical aspect of. Um, we never gained anything by um, protesting or revolting. We had many re revolutions, yeah. and um, we tried to uh, overthrow foreign governments and uh, people occupying us, but we never succeeded. So I think at this point, there's this, and, and we learned this while growing up that we always lost every single war, every single revolution. So I think somewhere deep we all learned that there's no point in in um, fighting back yes really so, um, i feel like that's um i don't know i i'm i'm, I'm sorry to say this but I, i've seen this in a lot of uh, hungarian uh, people i've met that sometimes hungarians can be a bit uh, you give up sometimes yes. Yes. You give up and you have this like no it's not worth fighting for where others are like no 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 come on this I don't know maybe it's part of what you learned I don't know it's Yeah it's like it, it, But then you you did stop the Ottomans <laughs> Yeah yeah um, if if you look at the US I, I because um, this uh, topic came up with uh, the BLM protest mm. if you look at the US they can look back at their history and see that many many rights like the LGBTQ rights and the mm. women uh, voting and everything mm. was fought through protesting and, and people and it taking a stand. But but if, if you look at Hungary, even even our um, uh, when we quit communism and socialism, it was not uh, a big fight. It mm. was just the, the Soviet Union was falling apart, and then we were like, okay, we are leaving now as well. So it was not a fight. We never, never had a big fight and had a resolution. Yeah, I don't know. We we don't want to upset too many. Oh yeah, yeah. Too like many. I have the most controversial opinions about Hungary. Yes. <laughs> but what about let's say? I mean, there's a lot of revolutions going on right now. Many revolutions. Let's say Lebanon against yes. the government. Uh, do you? I mean, here it's interesting because the majority of the country are pro whatever yes. the government is saying so it would be such a small minority that's against it so actually if you think about a, a major change happening it's not going to happen um <laughs> sorry no 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 yes yes you're you're right about that but um these protests i've been to uh we we used before the corona times we used to have them every few months because the government did something outrageous and people wanted to show that not all of Hungary agrees with these outrageous things. Mm. And it was always, um, like, people felt very uh, outraged and everyone was, um, at these protests, at the beginning, very, very excited to do something. And mm -hmm. then, like, two days later, it's like, oh, okay, this happened again. Oh, yeah. But if, uh, if you look at other countries... Um, you can see that the policies and the rhetorics, especially of uh, of our government, is spreading. Like mm. I, I think it's populism in general, and, mm. and um, these type of uh, xenophobic um, thinking yeah, or like policies. Think mm. Thinking is like you can see with Bolsonaro, even Johnson in Europe, um, mm. Trump obviously in the U.S. So ah. it, it scares me a little to see that it's, it's, instead of other countries seeing us and saying okay this might not be the right way it seems like parties see us and see okay this is working for them you can win elections ah, okay with these you can copy yeah but i think uh coming from the outside what's important to remember is that hungary is put up as the very uh unique example of uh, this type of uh, policies but it's not because a lot of countries have extreme policies and the extreme attitudes but they are more masked. I think that from a personal experience. Yeah, you, 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 um, like, let's look at the US, the, the killing of George Floyd. Yes. It was extreme. Like, it shows that there's an, a part of the population that don't believe in racial equality, even. Which is another topic we're not going oh, to discuss. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. If you want to, so of course, if you want to say something. It's, uh, just, just the racial component. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. You can see it in high, especially um, on on the uh, in these smaller towns. 
racism in Hungary is okay. We are so far uh, behind other countries. You can, even as a, as a politician, you can be flat out racist. And oh. there is no... Uh, Nobody saying something. Yeah, like there is a part of the country who's gonna say, oh my God, that's not okay. But generally, uh, your friends will be like, oh, you can't say that, but it's not a big thing mm. if someone is a racist. To say something normal. bad about someone from any other country. <laughs> it's very normal. And I think most of that but is because we, we are... A, Um, not that uh, diverse of a country. Yes, you. So yeah, this is true. With, yeah, with these issues. That I think much. there's one one horse pulling the 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 cart where Hungary has to protect itself from other countries. Let's say the Ottomans or the Russians, and the other cart trying to pull Hungary in a more globalized direction. Yes. It's it's very hard to balance the two for for Hungary. I think, yes. in my opinion, that's the main issue, and that's why it's a unique example of this polarity. But thank you so much for your opinions and uh, I'm sure this is going to be very useful for all of the listeners in Western Europe that never we hear about what the newspapers are saying but we don't hear about what the, what the young people think. So thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> So welcome to uh, this evening's little chat in the streets of Budapest. I am here with Marta, Emeshe and Karol, and we are going to uh, briefly discuss Hungary 2020 and their opinions as young uh, Hungarians living in uh, Budapest. Um, we are at Political Park, very curious to know the real impressions of the people living in Hungary, not only to hear them coming from abroad and from international press. So um, Marta, Can I start by asking, uh, you're, you're from uh, Budapest or uh, from a different yeah. city? From Budapest? Uh, from Budapest. Um, have you heard about the type of uh, criticism that has been going on this year in, uh, in Europe, especially a lot about Viktor Orban, about yeah. Fidesz and about, uh, about uh, the Hungarian politics and, and at times also the society? Do you have any? Uh, what's your impression? Like, what what does it feel when you hear these things about about Hungary? Uh, I feel sad. You I feel mean, sad? Yeah, but uh, but I also see that um, that a lot of things uh, are true about Orban and the Fidesz mm -hmm. and, and and about Hungary too. So it's, it's kind of sad <laughs> for me. So um, which which parts of um, of the politics, for example? The European Parliament said that the Corona legislation in Hungary was uh, very, very uh, non-democratic, restrictive uh, to the extreme. Do you feel like that was true? The the laws that that the government uh, put in place during the pandemic or in, right now during um, the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that because uh, it wasn't necessary uh, that uh, they. Uh, They control all things and with no limits. Okay. So that that's kind of strange. That yeah yeah we can we can do that, but but you don't have to uh, uh, grab the power and and tell what to do in, in every way in our lives. And so, the, which part of your life was uh, sort of more controlled with uh, new legislation? Uh, I'm a teacher. So You're a teacher. Yeah. What do you teach? Uh, Hungarian literature and grammar and ah. psychology and pedagogy. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit kind of, of mix. <laughs> the art and the psychology and the science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So. But uh, they, uh, for example, media. Would you say media is um, controlled a lot, or is it uh, normal? Uh, most part of the media is controlled, but uh, there are also alternative uh, sources, maybe. Uh, it's it's less than, for example, a year ago, but uh, we, okay. we still have some uh, cable, some uh, national channels, maybe. Yeah, yeah, some national channels. Yeah, that are uh, uh, um, sending more things directly from the government. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, from the feeders government. But as a young Hungarian, when you read the news, do you also read um, international media to balance out? Yeah. And what, yeah. How do you find um, uh, Hungarian media writing about what's happening in Europe compared to what's the view of 
the European Union, the view uh, of other European countries? Please uh, help. Uh, that's not an easy topic. Uh, if you want to reach the, the news, you have to take time. The local media is everywhere, so that you can reach easily. Uh. That's that's a more more uh, speedy way. And uh, do you feel that um, you would read something in Hungarian press that would be very different from? Um, uh, <laughs> it's a very very nice tram, but it's passing a lot. Uh, read a lot in the press here. That's different from what you read uh, maybe in uh, international newspapers. But what type of perspectives is it? Because all countries will change the perspective a bit because it will suit the agenda of the country. Any country, America, 100%, Norway also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Orban regime uses uh, war terminology against the European Union, against the migration, against mm. everywhere. Soros Gjörg and, and some, some kind of demons everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's demonization of other, yes, yes. Uh, of others at times. What do you think about uh, Shorosh? Not much. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Is he because he's a, a businessman and he is a Hungarian businessman living in the U.S. He's American yeah. also, and he and he want, wanted to be part of in in politics or in government at some point. He also has the university. Uh, yeah, he Central has the European Central European University. university. Now moved to Vienna C just U now. Yes. Yeah. It's a huge loss, by the way. To lose that, the, yeah, the Central European because University. Because that university was, was really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> university here. <laughs> So generally, it must be it must make you feel quite bad when there's a lot of countries talking very negatively about your country because in the end you're Hungarians and you're proud to be Hungarians and you're happy to be Hungarians, but even though there's politics that you don't agree with, how how is it to have the mixed feelings of uh, feel, maybe thinking that people look down at your country and at the same time trying to uh, defend defend your country in some way, maybe not the politics. Is it a strange, uh, a strange uh, way to live? Uh... Yeah, it's, it's so strange, and uh, every time uh, when we uh, speak uh, someone from a foreign country, we always uh, have to say that yeah, I'm Hungarian, but uh, I'm not racist. I'm I'm not against migration and mm. stuff like that. So I, at my, my introducing it. <laughs> it basically full of, full of excuses <laughs> that yeah I'm Hungarian but not that Hungarian what yeah. do you think yes to, to say to say that there is many types of, uh, of uh, ways to be Hungarian but isn't it a bit um, frustrating that the, this stereotypical image has gone for all Hungarians you know n nobody will say that, that, that there's a difference you know they will just think the first negative impression I know for example in the in Norway Last year there was 220 articles, negative articles in the newspaper about Hungary. So it oh. was every day it was, uh, Viktor Orban did this, Hungary did this now, the Roma in Hungary. It, they, you know, they grab the small, uh, any case and they make it like uh, very important and big. Uh, and it only gives one side of perspective also, like there's little, it's mostly just the political side and not discussing so much as you said. You have to defend in Norway. There are also, you know, there are racists in Norway, but that's not the image that's being sold outside. So how does it? For example, we had a, in Norway, we had a very big uh, terror attack some years ago with a far far right terrorist. He was called the Breivik. It was in one island, mm -hmm. yes, and he killed the. So, you know, from this impression, you don't think that Norway is filled with right wing, right? Yeah. Because also, it's not like the Hungarian government has made uh, a lot of cases about Norway and the far right and Norwegians and far right. It's, it's also how they, they have framed it. Mm. So, uh, and um, do you plan on living, living in Hungary the next years? Do you plan on going abroad? Are you happy to live here even with the political uh, challenges? That's a hard question. We just bought a house. Oh, you bought a house. Yes, Congratulations. Uh, but, but we thought about to go abroad. 
and and we like to go abroad, but but it's very complicated now. Yeah. With Corona or uh, with? We have a very big investment here. Yeah. yeah. And um, you want to go uh, abroad because of problems here in the social, political or econo economic problems? No, no. <laughs> for the political problems. For the political yes. problems. I, I just, I'm a teacher and I don't uh, want, want to, to teach, teach in, ah. um, in a dictatorship. So mm. when, when, when they said that you have to teach that, I, I don't Because they that. changed the curriculum for the teachers. Yeah. What did they change it to? From 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 something to more nationalistic. Yeah, more nationalistic and, and um, just um, primary school uh, books are full of lies about the origin of Hungarians. So it's, it's so they're changing history. Pretty yeah, much. they're changing history. Yeah. But the, um, because I've also heard many times the sort of origin of Hungary. Hungary being defend the Mayas being able to defend themselves against the Ottomans and against a lot of enemies. Yeah. So it's a story that has been for many many years in Hungary, but maybe it's more uh, more emphasized right now. Yeah. Or yeah. And there are um, parts of uh, Viktor Orbán's speech in the book. Oh. So yeah, oh, okay. you, you so can uh, just. Um, You, you can't talk about that because it's a history yes. teaching. I, I'm a history teacher, oh. so uh, in the history books, there's there's a lot of change in, in nowadays. The the latest books are about the the well-being of Hungary after uh, the the socialist era. Okay, so, so about how it became Bank. better yes, after. Yes, yes. Uh, EU accession maybe uh, in the 90s or after uh, we have big wars but now we have the golden era ah okay yes so before you were defending yourself against all uh, imperialistic all powers yes. and now you're free and, and we are free and, and we could fight our wars uh, against the EU and, and some others mm -hmm. so do you think sometimes Um, politicians here they will see the EU as uh, almost the same like the Russians were the same uh, sort of um, terminology yes yes of course um, not the same but they could touch same things a bit similar yeah Because they are also threatening us and try to destroy us. And so it's yeah, so like Russia is also using... I studied in Russia before and I studied history as well. And um, Russia and under Putin has rewritten Russian history to fit and built up, you know, the nationalist agenda and the, um, like the great... Uh, World War II, how much to sort of increase patriotism. So it's sort of the same similarities as using history as a tool for political gains. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think that was yeah. our questions. Unless you have something to add. No. Thank you so much for <laughs> Thank you very giving much. us some perspective. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs>